and we don't have an interrogation room. Yeah. Or what looks like an interrogation room. Exactly. <laughs> no, instead, you get the... What looks vaguely like... Vaguely more comfortable. <laughs> the vaguely more comfortable one. Well, hello there. This is the Contart Podcast, and this is part seven of our Warp Tour series. We're almost to the end. Maybe for the final time. Like I said, it's a little bittersweet recording these intros knowing that things are winding down, and soon this will all be but a memory. A good one at that. But it'll all just be a memory soon. But we'll spend time on the final part to get sappy. For now, it's interview time. This is a little chat I had with the guys in As It Is. As you heard, we're finally out of our interrogation room, and we're in one that now has a couch, uh, mostly because someone else was using it. Um, For the record, it wasn't really an interrogation room. It just looked like one of those ones you had seen in an old movie or TV show. But anyway, back on topic. These guys are awesome. Check them out. The new record is The Great Depression, and it's out August 10th. And here is our little chat, part seven, with As It Is. Enjoy. Uh, Let's go around and introduce everyone real quick. Hello, I'm Ben. And I am Patty, and we are in a band called As It Is together. And how's your day been so far? Today's been... Humid. Yeah, today's been humid. It's been hume. hume. It's been, a, been one of the more... I think we've been kind of spoiled with the weather over the last week or two. Um, so this is the first day that's really felt like warp Tour again, for better or for worse. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, it's been a great day. Crowd was, was pretty fun today, actually. They, oh, as opposed to the days where you're just going to die out in the sun. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Although we'll say, you have us on our nice day. Yeah. No, this is lovely. This is a nice day around here? Yes, this okay. is a nice day around here. Because <laughs> usually, because Warfare usually comes to here about the same day, usually every right. day. It's about 90 degrees and humid. All right. And I could give you a bunch of stories about me coming here as a fan and being dehydrated and staying out in the sun the whole time. And <laughs> That'll be me by the end of the day in this rain, can <laughs> But it's fine. You're in a trailer right now. And we have air conditioning. Well, not so much in this room, but... It's still better than outside. <laughs> Say, how do you try to beat the heat whenever you're on tour, then? Badly. <laughs> um, I try to not leave the bus unless I have to go to stage or to a signing. Or, or if you have to watch Jim Jet. Or if I have to go and watch Jim Jet. Which is today. Which which yeah! Very excited about yeah, that. Yeah, that's today. Very excited about that. Um, no, I'm really bad at drinking water. Apart from a walk tour. Walk tour is like the only time in my life that I drink water, so. Zane, how has the tour been so far? It's been successful thus yeah. far. It's been really fun. This is our second work tour. Um, we sort of know what we're doing this time around. Um, but yeah, having a lot of fun. There's a lot of really good friends, new and old, out here. Um, yeah, just enjoying the uh, last ever Vans work tour. Yeah. Crazy. I think I think the shows have been progressively been getting like better and better as uh, lead up to the album has been getting closer and closer. Definitely. So, yeah. I've been seeing people like very excited about it. Had a lot of uh, a lot of like over thirty year old dudes really into it this year that have never heard of us before and walked past our set yeah. and really love the message and what we're doing. So I call I call that a success. I yeah. judge a successful set on based on how many parents really like it. So <laughs> yeah. the more parents that like it the better it was. Actually, that is a good barometer. I've never heard that before. Yeah. But now that I think about it, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Because you still have a bunch of kids that come out to here. You know, they yeah. can't drive, so the parents are here. <laughs> I mean, they do have the reverse daycare 
tent that you walk by going yeah, out there. I mean, I mean, even if you you aren't that into this kind of music, then there's there's something for everyone here. So there's sixteen dollar beers. Let's, yeah, yeah, sixteen dollar beers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> have a couple of those. Yeah, a couple of those in reverse daycare. Yeah, Bosh. Watch Joan Jett and relive your youth. Bosh. There you go. <laughs> Oh, the good thing about Joan Jett is she's out in the amphitheater right there, which is almost all in the shade. Exactly. Yes, I love it. So that is going to be the other really good part about that. Yeah. Besides the fact that you're seeing Joan Jett. Yeah. Uh, so I've asked this question to every band, and I've gotten a billion different answers. What is your, quote, average day on this tour look like? Um, I mean, I found every day has been actually fairly different yeah. on this tour. Uh-huh. Um, we actually... We have not been first on yet, no. and we're very rarely last on. So we normally play in the middle of the day, yeah. which has been really cool. Um, we just get up, you go and do your TEI in the morning, morning yeah. at 9.30 with Hope for the Day. I go and hang out at Merch as soon as doors open, meet some people, play our set, try and fit in catering at some point. Yeah. Um, and then when, we, when, we, when we've played, we normally do our signing, and then we're kind of done for the day, I guess. Like, go and see some bands and um, indulge in whatever you particularly fancy indulging in on that yeah. particular evening. Yeah, I, I, I have been watching a lot of bands this worked. It's been pretty good, actually. So who have you been trying to get out to see? So while Less Than Jake were here, I try to watch them every single day. There's yeah. a band called Sharp Tooth out here. I was really trying to avoid watching them. You, I, I'm not a Scar fan, not so a Scar fan. we're like, that's our polar opposite thing. Oh, okay. Is he likes Scar, I really hate Scar. So, although I was talking to one of them in catering line apparently, but I had no idea who he yeah. was. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, One of the singers, the one of the singers but um, I don't know. There's a band called Sharp Tooth I really like out of Baltimore. They're doing really cool things for hardcore right now. There's a band called Dollskin on our stage. Um, they're from Arizona, if I'm not mistaken. They are. Um, they're very cool. Very cool people. Very good band. Um, I like Don Broco a lot. Yep. If we can ever watch Don Broco, Chase Atlantic, it's always a good day. And even though I've seen them about 400 times, I still try and watch Grayscale as many times as possible. So. Absolutely. It's like, hey, if you're here and they're there, yeah. go for it. Yeah. Do you prefer going on earlier or later? Oh, yeah. I think earlier, yeah. Kids tend to have a little more energy because they haven't uh, dehydrated themselves all that much just yet or watched too many bands. Um, yeah, any time before two is usually pretty ideal. Yeah. So remember the last few times I've come here, Miss May, I usually got like the six o'clock spot. Sure. And there were people just dropping like flies in the pit. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. That happened the other day when we did our signing around that time. People were like dehydrated in the line yeah. and like, we had about three people in one signing pass out. So. Yeah. Yeah, stay hydrated, kids. It's very important. Yeah, which credits everyone that comes out here. Like they can do that all day. I think that's the thing. If if I couldn't do walk tour without having the like air conditioned bus to go back to, you know, like if I had to be out there in the sun for twelve hours straight, I don't. I don't think I could do that. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like we'll do a signing, and we're either shaded from the sun or shielded from the rain. (laughs) And I feel really bad that everyone has to stand around, and we're like kind of shaded. But then I remember we do this for seven weeks, and they do it for one like twelve hours. So then I don't feel bad. That's how it evens out. They do it for twelve hours (laughs) in one short burst. Our work tour lasts seven weeks. (laughs) Yeah, we get to go home when the day's over. Exactly. You get to go on a bus and go to the next city. Exactly. Exactly. 
Uh, so here's a question I stole from another one and then repurposed right. it because I don't like asking their question. Great. So they'll say weirdest thing. So second weirdest thing you've seen so far. Second weirdest. Um, uh, I quite enjoyed walking off the bus the other day and Otto from Water Parks was just bolting it down on a unicycle. That was pretty weird. <laughs> That's pretty weird. Um, hmm. I mean, it's water. I see a lot of weird things every day. I always like when people just walk on your bandwagon thinking it's theirs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. That's happened so, several times. So, okay, <laughs> now you've remembered They kind of make themselves comfortable and they don't realize it's not their bandwagon. Someone was about to get in my bunk yeah. the other day. <laughs> and then there was one day where we were having like, we were having like a, a really like cool like huddle in the, in the like back room. Yeah. Having like a, like a huddle and someone walked on the, another guy from another band walked on the bus, came back and then was like, this isn't my bandwagon. Didn't get off, just joined our like really personal <laughs> huddle. Yeah, it's just six of like, us in the kind of bathroom, the shower. And uh, we're like, okay, just join in, cool. Yeah. How's your night going? So, that's always funny. Sounds like you're eventually just gonna go in there and just worry somebody's sleeping in the bed and then wake yeah. up like, oh, this isn't the right one. Yeah. It's me, <laughs> sir or ma'am. This is where I sleep, you can leave now. And then they don't leave, they just stay there? Exactly. <laughs> Uh, we'll move on from there. Um, so you have the music coming out. That's right. August 10th. And then what can you say about that so far? Um, it's a really important record. There's a lot to talk about. Um, it's just a conversation that we need to have as a society and as a world that mental health is still here. Suicide rates are still rising. And we have a lot of work to do to make this world a better, more inclusive place. And uh, we just, uh, it was very important to us that we wrote this record. Um, I just, you know, writing another record about ourselves didn't appeal to us in the same way as a, more, a broader commentary on, a, on a, the current state of the world, I guess. Yeah. Just wanted to, you know, do something that was a response to the way that the world is and how culture is at the moment. Um, and like I said, it's a very, it's, it's a very important record, um, and that's not we always say I don't want to come across as like egotistical. I think there's a difference between having like ego and arrogance and just being proud of your own work and right. feeling like it has value and worth. Um, and honestly, if if you're putting out something that you don't think has that amount of value and worth, then I mean, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it's not an ego thing. It's just, it's just we're really proud of this one. And was some of the themes on that was that kind of a conscious effort on your part, or was that something that just kind of came to you as like, okay, we need to like address this now? Or? It was kind of in two parts. It was that we had the title before we had a, a lyric or a riff. Like we knew what this record was going to say, what it was going to be, what it was going to represent. But it was Ben's idea to make it a concept record so that it was still about a person and their journey, and it was still personal and ref reflected our lives and our feelings because one thing we didn't want to jeopardize was um, our like lyricism and our subject matter because I think that's one of the things one of the most important things about this band and it was one of the things that very easily could have been forgotten when you're just writing a commentary about uh, issues like this. You also have to be very careful to not become what you're like doing a commentary on and like what you're yeah. like talking about so all the things that we kind of hate in society 
and that we're making a commentary on it was that we had to make a very conscious effort to be like oh okay we are we doing that ourselves is us doing this record yeah. that yeah. so it was it took a while to kind of piece it all together and do it in a way that when the, the finished product you know yeah. um, worked and wasn't Try to make I don't sure think in our eyes is like that. Try to so. make sure you're throwing water on the fire instead of gasoline. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> there's a. Cause remember there's that a, analogy. That's a good go. one. Because yeah. there is a line you walk with things like that saying, okay. Yeah, I mean, the record's called The Great Depression, and we got a very concerned email from mm -hmm. somebody saying, it sucks to see you guys glamorizing depression like this. And that was a Before really, we even released the And song. that was a really refreshing email because we responded saying, that's exactly what this record is kind of combating is uh, people romanticizing depression and mental illness and anxiety. Um, so it's it's just part of the greater conversation, basically, at this point. Right. Yeah. And that comes out, you said August 10th. August 10th. Yeah. Pretty much straight after War Tour. Yeah. Because this tour ends, what, the 5th, I think. And then I got to bring this up with every band since this is the last one. What does that mean for you? like? being on the last work tour. Summer's at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really know. I mean, I don't know what we're going to do next summer. I don't know what anyone's going to do next summer. I, I always joke because Mayday Parade have done this so many times that they're just going to do work tour next year on their own. Just <laughs> tour parking lots and sell their new CD. Um, yeah, no, it's, um, it's sad to see it going, but it's cool to just have been in a very small piece of the like warp tour puzzle, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's such an iconic historical festival and staple in the alternative music scene, so it's just cool to be out here. Yeah, just to have been able to do it once, let yeah. alone twice is yeah. amazing. So yeah, exactly. I'm sure something else will come along and kind of fill that void in the scene and bring together every weird outcast <laughs> kid that comes to this that needs that one day of the year to kind of come together and realize that they're not alone and everyone else is as weird and fucked up as them so yeah yeah i'm sure there'll be something else that comes along i mean hey i did it for 10 years too so exactly. now i don't know what's going to happen next summer but exactly okay is stay there... in the air conditioning oh yeah that's right I'm just <laughs> stay inside next time <laughs> what are you doing in the middle of july next year uh, staying inside yeah, yeah. Um, so what's next for you guys after this tour then? We release the record. We spend uh, a little bit of time at home, which is going to be nice. It is. Nice change of pace. We haven't had much of that since like October of last year. Yep. Um, and then we uh, embark on like the biggest headline tour we've ever done as a band in Europe and the UK. Um, I mean, if we effectively start what will be the Great Depression like cycle cycle world tour kind of thing so there'll be a lot of headlining we'll be back here soon yeah um we really should have called it the wounded world tour but um we weren't clever enough to think of that in time yeah so there you go it's too great depression tour it's too late you already have materials printed out at yeah the, at the end of the cycle yeah the wounded world tour yeah <laughs> yeah all right we'll look for that if you come back here yeah for sure and I don't want to take up too much of your time because I know you get, they would yeah, kind of get back in here. So I like giving the artist the last word. So anything you want to say, go for it. Please buy our record. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have to. It's a free world. So um, you can stream it or illegal. Do people still illegally download things? LimeWire. LimeWire. 
Um, check out our MySpace. Um, Napster. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna put the album on Napster. Okay. All right, you heard it here. Yeah. Come into Napster August 10th for the Great Depression. <laughs> put it there a week early. Yeah. <laughs> Come in August 3rd. As it is, the opposite of Metallica. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're going to put things on Napster. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to sue. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Napster.com slash as it is official. I'll, I'll sue you if you don't illegally download <laughs> the anti Lars. <laughs> And go see us at us on more tour. Please do it. All right, cool. That's pretty much all I got. So. Nice. Cool. Thank you to As It Is for sitting down to talk, and thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, like us on Facebook, and follow us on all the things at Contart Live. And as always, your home for the best in live music coverage is at conc.art. That's conc.art. The big finale, part eight, is coming soon. Until next time, take care. <laughs>